This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 188, Regulate Your Nervous System. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of the show. As always, so grateful to have you here today. Today we're talking about something I've been teasing on many other episodes about regulating your nervous system. And there was a recent interview I did with Dr. Lee Cordell, and we touched on this. We were talking about trauma responses in that episode. It's episode 180. We'll link in the show notes for you if you missed it. But I had Dr. Cordell talk about what she thought regulating your nervous system means. She said something along the lines of, you're out there in the ocean and the waves are crashing down on you. You're able to, in essence, kind of ride the waves. And whenever crashes happen to you, you're able to recover from them more quickly. And I loved that analogy. And it's so true. And we'll talk more about my definition of regulating your nervous system. And it is very similar to that. But I wanted to do an episode where I dug even deeper with you on what that actually means and what that actually looks like and what it feels like. Nervous system regulation is something I've been doing with clients, goodness, for maybe two years now. So I've been in business now for eight and a half years at the time of this recording, which is in October 2022. Um, and so it's been something newer in my world, actually. You know, when I went to coach training, it was all about mindset. And that was really where coaching was at at the time. And um, as the past few years have gone on and we've experienced just a lot more collective trauma with COVID and other things that have gone on, and we've had overall just more of this global awakening in regards to what trauma is and thinking about, you know, things like people knowing what the word trigger means, right? And feeling our emotions more and leaning more into that. This whole nervous system regulation thing is something we all need to do. And it's something 
in my eyes, if you're working with a therapist or a coach, that they are helping you do this, all right? Because if you're not getting this from the healers in your life, you're going to have to deal with it at some point. It's something that everybody needs to go through. And maybe you're just one of those few people out there that has a regulated nervous system. And maybe you had a really great childhood or you don't have such a sensitive brain. I don't know. You're one of the unicorns, I think, out there for sure. But yeah, we're all going to have to do that, this work. And so today I want to take you through what I see are the seven steps to help you regulate your nervous system. Now, of course, these are generalized. Excuse me. If you were a client of mine, I would be customizing this for you. But I just want to throw these seven steps out there and then you get to decide, okay, where am I in this process? What do I want to tweak for myself? And again, of course, if you work with me, we will tweak this process. And I will say too, you know, I don't have clients coming to me being like, Lindsay, I want to regulate my nervous system. Or they're like, tell me the steps to regulate my nervous system when we walk through it. It's something that we're doing many times weaving in to the other things we're working into. Like for example, I have a client right now who is working on speaking her truth more, right? And saying it in a way that feels authentic to her. Well, part of that goal is her regulating her nervous system so that when she's speaking her truth, she doesn't feel as anxious. She doesn't feel as worked up, right? She's able to do that and it doesn't take her hours, if not days, if not longer to recover from her doing that. And so you see how it's just kind of weaved into other things we're working on, right? Now I will say, you know, I've recently redone what's now called my Awakened Woman course. And in the previous versions of that course, it was called Unstoppable and Become um, Authentically Awesome. I didn't have nervous system work in there and it wasn't direct, even if it was weaved into there. And this time I do, we have a whole week on it at the very beginning where it's just on regulating. And we talk about how to breathe. We talk about what trauma you know, responses look like and to start to catch them in themselves. And honestly, I do it really early on too, so that if they get into a trauma response with me, we can call it out versus, you know, teaching them when they're in a trauma response and being like, hey, you're in a trauma response. Because when we get triggered, we are not in our logical brain. We're in our emotional brain, right? And so the more we can learn the things like what I'm going to teach you today with nervous system regulation, going back to trauma adaptations or trauma responses, like we talked about with Dr. Lee Cordell. The more you can do those things at the time like where you're probably at right now, where you're chill, you're relaxed, the more it's going to soak in and the more you're going to be able to use this stuff for the times when you are unregulated or triggered, right? Okay, so all that to say, today's episode is really important and I'm glad you're here. I know it's not the sexiest episode. It's not something you're like, yes, I can't wait to regulate my nervous system, right? But you're here and I'm just so appreciative that you are leaning into doing this work. All right, so let's jump into it. What does it mean to regulate your nervous system? To me, it means to move flexibly between different states of arousal in response to stressors. For example, something stresses you out, the faster that you can come back to calm, that is you regulating your nervous system. So I will say I have a client right now who I am doing more nervous system regulation with more and more. We've worked together for years. And I just recently challenged her on our session last week. I was like, listen, 
you're still having a lot of ups and downs. And, you know, I kind of guided her through what we need to do for her to not have so many downs. And it was so eye-opening to her because she's like, I didn't realize that I could have a life where I didn't have as many downs. Like, I just, I've always thought that was normal, even though we've been working together and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, because I've done it. I've seen other people do it. You can absolutely do that, right? And so as we were in that growth, somebody else who was on that call, because it's a group program, said, hey... I want you to acknowledge, though, that she's getting faster at her recovery when she does have these downs. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's absolutely true. You are recovering faster. And so we took that moment to celebrate her in that of she was regulating faster because that's part of the nervous system regulation process, right? So again, you regulating means you're going to still have things that happen to you, but you're going to come back to a calm state faster. But I would also argue as you regulate your nervous system, you're gonna be stressed out about things less and less and less, okay? And so again, that's just kind of the process is like you become unregulated or stressed or triggered, whatever you want to call it, and then you come back to calm. That's step one. But step two is less things just don't even stress you out. Like where I'm at in my journey, very few things right now stress me out. Whereas the Lindsay of two years ago, so many things stress me out. Even the Lindsay of six months ago, I was so completely stressed out. And some would say, oh, well, it's because you had a lot of abnormal things going on in your life. My husband got this weird health diagnosis. I'm getting sued by a former client. You know, all this other weird stuff was going on. People could be like, well, that's why you were so stressed. No, it was because I needed to do more work on regulating my nervous system. And I have showed the F up to do this work day after day after day, especially these past six months, because I just couldn't grow to the next level of my life without doing this work. I could not. I could not hold the capacity of the business that I want to create for my next step without doing this work. And that's where, again, many people will get to a certain point in their life of success and they'll be like, yay, okay, great, this is awesome. And they'll feel like crap. They'll feel what they call burnt out, right? Or just stressed because their nervous system isn't regulated. They've been able to succeed to a certain level by pushing themselves and hustling and you know, checking all the boxes and achieving and doing all the things. But at some point, your body and your mind is going to say, I can't do this anymore. And you're not going to be able to up level past that point. So most times when a client comes to me nowadays, they're at that point. Okay, the client I mentioned I've been working with for a few years now, she wasn't at that point yet. She's at that point now because it's so funny, you know, as I love up level my clients who come to me up level. And so my clients who come to me now are at a different place than the ones two years ago. And so what's cool too, though, is the ones who keep working with me, they keep up leveling, even though we're bringing different clientele who are at different positions. I know, kind of a mouthful. But anyways, going back to regulating your nervous system, right? So what is it? Something stresses you out, you're able to come back to calm. But again, there's less things that even stress you out. All right. So how can you create this life? 
a life of peace and ease and calm. And even though you're succeeding and you know, you're holding more capacity wise because you're likely going to make more money in this state of mind. You may even grow your team if you are an entrepreneur or a manager um, or just grow your responsibilities in some ways. Um, Either way, you're going to grow, but you're still just going to be calm in that process. Okay, we call it peaceful success, right? So what you have to do first is you have to slow down. You have to prioritize you and your healing. This is not something that you're just going to read a book about and you're going to be able to heal. This isn't something where you can just go on a weekend retreat and call it a day. This is going to be something that you are going to have to do likely every single day and you're going to have to slow down your day-to-day demand to be able to actually heal and recalibrate to a new way of being that is you not being as stressed out or even in a stress response. Our normal day-to-day living, especially if you're in America, is very stressful. It is go, 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 do, 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 you know, next thing, next thing, right? And we think that's normal, and it is because we're surrounded by it, but It's not normal for our bodies. We are not meant to be at that high of a demand on our bodies. We're not meant to push that hard. We are meant to live at a much slower pace. And this is coming from a girl who up until very recently has always worked like 60 hour weeks. Whenever I had a 40 hour week job, I'd always have a part-time job. Even if I didn't have a job, then I was mothering for at least that amount part-time hours. And so it wasn't until these past few months when I was like, I can't keep working, meaning either working somewhere else or working inside the home, 60 hours a week. And yet we've made that normal in our society. There's just no way you can regulate your nervous system working that much. There's just not. There's no way. The human body is not capable of working that many hours. I've seen so many studies out there where some say, you know, we're not meant to work more than 30 hours a week. Some say 20 hours a week. I even saw one that was like more than 10 hours a week. I don't know if I believe that. I found that my sweet spot is around, ooh, let's see, I work about six hours, three days a week, and then I do admin work, probably another six hours. So six times four, I work about 24 hours a week now. Um, that's my sweet spot. And then I take one week a month off to work on other projects and do a lot of self-care and, and things of that sort. Um, so that's kind of flexible in regards to how many hours you consider work hours there. But um, I've just really gotten to this point too. There were years where I was like, yeah, I don't really work that much, but I was thinking about work all the time. I will tell you now, I do not think about work very often outside my work hours at all. And so again, I needed that to be able to slow down and prioritize my healing. Now I had been prioritizing my healing for many years before that, but not in the way that I did these past few months to slow down. And now when I have clients come in to me to work with me, we start that right out of the gate. And I say, you know, if I can tell where they're at in their life of like, hey, you're going to have to slow down. And we really make sure they're able to do that for them to prioritize the healing that's involved, right? 
The second thing you're going to have to do to regulate your nervous system is feel, feel, feel. Okay. You cannot just patch a band-aid on this and think that you're going to feel better. This is going to take you clearing out all the crap that has been living inside your body. When I'm saying crap, I'm meaning trauma and getting that out of your body because you cannot regulate until that crap is out of you. Now you're not going to get everything out. Okay. That's going to blow your nervous system in essence too. If you try and get it all out, depending on how much you have, but you've got to be able to get enough out for your body to be able to feel safe again, to feel calm again, to get out of that stress response. And so this is why with clients, I take them through in the first three months, we're pulling so much awareness of, okay, what's the trauma that needs to be released here? And remember, trauma doesn't have to be big T trauma of things like abuse and war and, you know, all the things that we typically think trauma is. It can be little T trauma stuff. So anytime you're dimming your light is considered a trauma. So anytime someone tells you to be quiet, anytime you feel uncomfortable, things of that sort, that can all be considered little T trauma. And remember, the same experience can happen to you and somebody else. Somebody else walks away from that. They're totally fine. It's not a big deal to them. But for you, it could have been a big deal. And so don't diminish that. Instead, honor it, lean into it and say, hey, there's something here that happens at X time with X person, and I need to heal that. Okay, I tell clients all the time, don't judge it, just lean into whatever it is you feel like we need to let go of. And what we do is we do an exercise of their top 10 worst memories, which I know sounds so fun, but we take those 10 memories and we, they start to tell me them as stories and I start to say, okay, what were the beliefs you took about you, others in the world from these experiences? And we put together a list and those are the things that we need to heal, okay? And they go and they do a process where they feel, they learn how to fully get that stuff out of their bodies, right? So you've got to find a way for you to feel and create that for yourself and get that crap out of your body. Step number three, regulating your nervous system. Take away stress, you're gonna to have to intentionally take that stuff away and replace it with things for you to heal. And you may be like, Lindsay, well, that sounds really fine and dandy, but you know, I have bills to pay and I have children to take care of and I have this other thing I have to do and whatever is on your plate, right? I hear you, I get it, trust me, I get it. And I also know if you're in a season where you're like, I have got to regulate my nervous system because I'm not able to grow or I just feel like crap or these health issues are starting to manifest or whatever it is, then it's going to pay off later down the road, okay? And if you're just in a place where it's just so tight, you can't slow down, then you need to work on getting to a place where you then can slow down, okay? And I know this is coming from a white privileged woman. I get that. Okay. And I also understand that most people who are listening to the show are at a place where they can slow down. They just will not allow their brains to see that they actually can. They're just so used to the grind and the hustle and the next, next, next. And again, they likely have some traumas to clean up because a lot of my clients, they have pretty great lives now and they've made it, you know, they're barrier breakers, you know, they're driven, whatever you want to call them. And they had kind of hard childhoods. They didn't really have a lot of money growing up. 
you know, likely a lot of my clients come from divorced parents and things of that sort. And so there was some, you know, money trauma with that that was involved in that or just trauma in general. And so that's where, again, it's like you've got to realize there's trauma to be healed here and there's actually so much more you could be doing to take away stress out of your life than you even realize. And then you've got to start to replace those things with healing activities. Like in my own life, you know, I go to a chiropractor every single week. It's 45 minutes away from my home and I go because it's one of my clients. She's on the show, Dr. Tori Hartline. So I could go down the street, right? But I choose to make it this kind of hour and a half to two hour activity because part of that is I like going down there, listening to a podcast or listening to music, getting adjusted, and then spending those 45 minutes coming home, listening to really relaxing music as I'm soaking in the adjustments. And that is something I'm doing to create more calm in my life. And so I'm taking those two-ish hours to put that in my calendar, whereas before that was filled with work. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It was filled with work or working out. And right now it's filled with calming exercises or calming activities. I talked about earlier too, how I have one week off a month for other projects. One or two days, mostly two days out of those weeks, it's all healing exercises and activities. I go get a massage, I go to sound meditation, I go to a detox foot bath, or I go get some other kind of healing thing. And I just fill my days with that. And again, you may be like, Lindsay, how does this work out financially if you're working less, but you're spending more money on healing? And that's where, again, this is an investment. This is an investment in my future self because, you know, in time, it's going to allow me to create even more income and it's going to allow me to have a better lifestyle and to have less health issues down the road. Every time, you know, I'm spending it on some kind of healing activity now, I think about, wow, this is saving me money for the things later down the road that it would have likely created had I not been doing these things. Okay, so you can choose whatever mentality you want with that, but I just want to offer you some ways of thinking with them. Okay. So that's step number three. Just to recap the first three steps, it's to slow it down, prioritize you and your healing. Number two, feel, feel, feel. Number three, take away stress and replace it with things that heal. Step number four, unpack what got you here. So again, this is a step I do with my clients. We're looking at all the societal beliefs that society has thrown on them to be the woman they are today. Okay, so a lot of that is what was society telling you about what success looks like and money looks like and beauty looks like because all of those things are contributing to why you are unregulated today. Okay, so if you are feeling like stress is, you know, being busy or, you know, the best thing is education or good mothers do X, Y, Z things and beauty means da, da, da. You're likely running around doing all of these things that at the end of the day may feel like pretty good to you, right? There may be some element of like, yeah, I like that I get show up this way for my kids or I do these beauty things and I look this certain way. But if we strip it down more and more and more, most times for myself and for clients that I've done this with, you start to see some things that you're doing that you're like, ooh, yeah, I don't really know if I want to go to the hair salon every six weeks and sit there for three hours and get my hair dyed super duper blonde. I don't really know if I want to go get my eyelashes done every three weeks and lay there for an hour and spend 70 bucks on it. 
I don't really know if I want to sign up and be room mom every year. I don't really know if I want to be committing to these work things or these volunteer things. And you've got to sit there and strip away what the thinking is that created that again so you can see why you are manifesting the life you are now, which is a life full of go, 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 do, 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 be this certain person, right? Because if you don't strip those away and you don't look at things from a different angle, you're just going to keep repeating the cycle. You'll take this time to slow down. You'll heal a little bit and then you'll jump right back into the world you once had and you're going to create the exact same mess. Trust me, I know from experience. I've been doing this for goodness, decades now. And it hasn't been until this time that I've slowed down and really unpacked deeply what the F it is that keeps me in this cycle have I then said, all right, we're done here. I'm never going back to this way of living ever again where I'm pushing myself to a 60-hour work week and I'm feeling like I have to do these certain activities and these certain ways of being never happening again. Because now I have opened up the doors to living a regulated lifestyle, okay? All right, so that's number four. I'm back, what got you here? Number five, find safety within stillness and within you, okay? So we are not taught how to find safety within our own bodies, right? So this goes back to a very basic psychological principle, I guess we can call it, called the locus of control. And basically what it's saying is that you can only find safety within yourself, meaning you can only control yourself. You cannot control other people. You cannot control anything else that happens outside of you. Okay, we may say all the time, we have so much power, we can manifest whatever we want, and that is true. However, we can't control other people. We can't get them to do what we want them to do. We can't control, for example, what's going on between Ukraine and Russia right now and the war there. Unless you're like Putin's secret mistress or something, I don't know, <laughs> right? Maybe you do have some control, I don't know. But most of us can't control those things. So what do you come back to? You come back to yourself. And so what you have to learn is to find safety within your body. So whenever the world is on fire around you, literally or figuratively, you know how to come back to your body, you know how to breathe, you know how to find safety within your body. So for me, it's putting my hand on my heart, taking some deep breaths, and, and what I'm doing there is I'm regulating my nervous system in those breaths. So I'll give you an example. When my son got sick over the summer, and he had what turned out to be an asthma attack over the night. And we got him to the um, like urgent care place and they're putting him on oxygen and they're trying to figure out what's going on with him. And we were all confused because we didn't know he had like this asthmatic condition. You know, it's very stressful, right? And it's, I think like four in the morning or something like that. And so I just naturally started to put my hand in my heart and to breathe. And I didn't even realize it because I'm so used to doing that anytime I'm stressed. And my husband's like, are you okay? Can you breathe? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I was just coming back into my safety because I felt like around me was unsafe and I was coming back and regulating even in what many would consider a very stressful situation, okay? So that's what I'm saying here. And this is what I'm doing with clients who is teaching them how to breathe, teaching them how to come back to their bodies and finding that safety within themselves. OK, 
okay? Because even as I'm challenging them, as we're coaching, especially long-term, I'm consistently trying to get them to their edges, which we'll talk more about here in a minute. We're then breathing into those edges and we're breathing into wherever they find safety in their body. So they're practicing that with me so that when they're going out in the world and they're giving that speech or they're having that conversation or they're showing up looking totally different than they used to look or whatever it is, and people react to that, they feel calm and they feel safe because they come back to their bodies, okay? And this body is a safe place for them, which let's just touch on. This is extremely hard for most women because they have grown up in a societal structure where it's like, your body's not good enough, hate your body, your body's ugly, you know, whatever. And so what happens then is they don't like their bodies and so of course they're not going to feel safe in their bodies and so it becomes this whole thing where we don't even like feel comfortable in our bodies and we've you know shamed it and denied it and not wanting to look at it not wanting to see it and so yeah of course we're not going to feel safe right because our bodies are gross and ugly and all the things that we tell it And so this is why you'll see a lot of women, when they regulate their nervous systems more and more, they're not working out as hardcore anymore. And they start to get more of that curvy look because, you know, again, it goes back to when I said, you know, unpack what got you here. A lot of that are these, frankly, unattainable beauty standards unless you blow out your nervous system to attain And as you regulate, you're like, why am I busting my ass at these classes? Yeah, I might want to bust my ass a couple of times a month, if at all. But like, why am I doing this? It's like, doesn't feel good. And you start to just love your body as is more and more and more because you find safety in it. And you're not beating her and shaming her and all the things, right? So just something to think about. All right, so that's number five. You'll find safety within stillness and within you because, again, you're slowing down. That's where that stillness comes from. Number six, so once you've, you know, done these first five things and you've really started to master that, that's when, ideally, I like to add stress back into somebody's life. And I'm talking about good stress here, these edges that I mentioned earlier, okay? So in my most perfect of perfect worlds, Like I have a client right now who's in this. She comes to me and says, Lindsay, I'm in this transition. I have this time on my hands. I'm ready for a transformation. And I'm like, beautiful. We don't have to clean up, you know, you getting a lot of stuff off your plate. Although we can, I do that with clients all the time. But you've cleaned up the stuff on your plate. You're ready to slow down. You're ready to feel. You know that you want to make a change in your life. You're ready to unpack things. You're finding safety and stillness within you because I start teaching you those things. I start to teach you how to feel, you know, pack what got you here, et cetera. And so we've taken that time, which normally for many clients, it's somewhere between three to six months. Sometimes it takes others a little bit longer, just depends. Then we slow to add that stress back in, that good stress of edges of like, okay, how can we expand you a little bit? How can we expand you a little bit more here? How can we get you to do this? And that's when they start to get in what we call massive action. And so they're just making decision after decision after decision because they've tapped deeply into themselves because that's other work we've done beyond regulating their nervous system, right? They know who they are on a deep level. They've unpacked the things that are holding them back. And then they just feel really safe and secure within themselves because we've regulated and they're able to just make fast decisions, 
boom, 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 boom. And so they're adding that quote unquote good stress back in, right? And so it's the stress of, ooh, I'm taking on another team member. Ooh, I'm going into a new position. Ooh, I'm starting to date again. Ooh, I'm going to change these things about my looks. Ooh, I'm going to parent in this different way. Ooh, I'm going to stand up in my marriage this way, right? So it's all these things that they're starting to add back in. Now, again, I've mentioned some clients, they can't come to me, they cannot slow down. They're like, I've got to get these goals ASAP or whatever's going on. And so just know this journey is going to be a little bit different if you're somebody who's like, I just can't slow down. It's going to be a longer journey and it's going to be, how do I want to say this? It's just going to be a more stressful journey, really, at the end of the day, right? Because it's just like you're not able to slow down and take that time, which is fine, right? It, it is what it is, but just know it's going to be a longer journey, okay? And you're not going to be able to add in as the good stress until a lot later because you're still just going to have this other stress that's on your plate, all right? I can only imagine how some people's brains are interpreting this of like, I'm just going to have to stop everything in my life to coach with Lindsay and do it. No, that's not what I'm saying, okay? That's why I love having consult calls with people because I want to know where you're at. I want to listen to where you're at, seeing where you're willing to meet me on some things where I feel like I need to guide you. And then we go from there. So please don't allow your brain to think like, oh, I've got to stop everything to be able to regulate my nervous system or coach with Lindsay. That's just not the case. Okay. But for most women, them just taking a couple things off their plate and slowing down, it's going to feel really, really hard. And that's what I'm talking about here is like taking off, you know, going to PTA every week and going and doing your hardcore workouts every single day and, you know, working 60 hours a week instead of working 40 hours a week, maybe not doing those hardcore workouts, maybe, you know, not doing PTA for a little while. That's the things that I'm talking about here. Okay. All right. So last thing I want to say about regulating your nervous system is then the last step is to just keep things slow and, and slow meaning to society's standards of their norm, Right. Society goes at a very fast pace, especially here in America, and you're just slowing down and you're living at a slower pace and you'll just keep using the tools that you've learned from me or wherever you else you've learned them. You're going to keep listening to you because you've found safety in your body and you're going to hear in your body what's a yes and what's a no, and you're going to honor that. And so you're just going to create this life that's really calm and very little stress, very peaceful. And it's going to be forward moving a lot of the times. And you're going to realize very few things are an emergency. If anything's an emergency, your spiritual life is likely going to blossom and bloom if you're a spiritual person. And if you're not a spiritual person, then your life here just on earth is going to blossom and bloom because you're going to be in whatever you choose to believe in even more in that. But if you are a spiritual person, you're going to be like, wow, you know, your spiritual beliefs are just going to come to the forefront. Like for me, I believe in past lives. I believe we're here on a journey and we have chosen here to be on earth at certain times. And one of those things is to be able to experience, you know, high highs and low lows. They talk about a lot of times in these videos that I watch the duality of earth, right? And we're the only planet where you can really feel all the feelings. And we have this veil toward, you know, the other planets and our spiritual self and such. And that's what I believe in. And so when, you know, quote unquote, hard things happen, I'm just like, well, this is just the journey of earth right? And so if even, you know, my worst fears happen, like something happens to my children kind of thing, then I just lean back on is like, okay, I'm just going to trust the journey of earth. Like that's what we've signed up for. 
I believe in like we have these sacred or spiritual contracts we all come in with and I'm just kind of here enjoying the ride of it all. And so I just don't really stress about that many things. I just like let it go and I've been able to let it go and to move slower because I've regulated and because I've seen too, why the hell was I working so much? Why the hell was I so consumed with how much money I had? Even though I was never really that much of a money person, it was still like more, 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 hit the next goal, do the next thing. And there was this little seedling of prove my worth in there. And I've just let that go. And again, that is just so freeing and so beautiful. And what's so interesting is that when you start to let those things go, you start to slow down even more. Most times people become even more successful because you become even more magnetic. You think clearer, you think stronger. And so when you are working, you're making smarter choices, more strategic choices. And so of course, you're gonna make more money in that, in that aspect, right? And so you'll, you'll realize too, as you start to regulate and slow down and, you know, live this new life, you're going to realize, man, we were all fed just a bunch of crap. We were fed just so much junk food. I swear that's one of the reasons why we are fed so much junk food. Um, it's just to keep us numb and to keep us out of, you know, what the beauty is on the other side of living a very regulated, slow, peaceful, successful life. So I hope you sign up for this work and you go and you lean into it and you work on regulating your nervous system. Again, if you're a client of mine, we are already doing this work. You might not even realize it. If you have questions about this and you are a client of mine, let's talk about it. Um, if you're not a client of mine and you want to be, please go and sign up for a free consult call, lindsayepreston.com forward slash free call. We'll get on that consult, talk about where you're at in your life today and where you wanna be to make sure I'm the person that can fill that gap. But regardless, take something from today's podcast, start to implement it, and you'll start to see changes in your life. All right, my friend, that's all I have for you today. I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero. And you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share this show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.